0: Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, good night, hey, welcome to the Back Porch Conjure. I am Ifa Bale. And <clears throat> grab a chair, cop a squat, sit right here on one of these steps, grab a pillow or blanket. <clears throat> I am Ifa Bale. Get you something to drink. I definitely know it's three o'clock somewhere. Ladies and gentlemen, and my three listeners, (laughs) I say that jokingly, I was supposed to do this podcast early this morning. I don't know where you are, but right now it's 5.47 p.m. I was supposed to do this early, early in the morning. And I was going to talk about uplifting and all of that. I was. I had a whole little mini speech ready, you know, for all the things, but it didn't work out that way. There's a saying that my mother used to always say. I don't know who created it, but there's a saying. You want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. (laughs) My plan was to book some readings, do the podcast earlier this morning. And relax. Didn't work out that way. Um, Instead I want to talk about. Us. As a people. As a whole. I don't ever want you to think. That even with myself. That I am more holier than thou. That I don't have. Issues and problems and flaws and, you know, we all have that. We all have that. No one, I'm opening my window, y'all. No one is perfect. We come with our own bag of fuck-ups and flaws and problems and issues. We come with that. And hopefully we find a house or a spiritual place or a worship, whatever, that we can sit our bags down. We don't need to unpack everything in our spiritual houses. Some of it can be unpacked in therapy, real talk. (laughs) But we want to go just to put the bags down. We've been holding these shits too long. We want to be able to put them down. To sit them down and say, hey, this shit is heavy. I just need to rest to spell it. While I'm sitting up here, don't worry. I, don't need, I got it neat, nice, packed away under my chair. Some of y'all might have to borrow a closet or rent some space. But, hey, this is my chair. I, I don't need to share. I don't need to give it to y'all. This is my bags. But I'm just sitting it down. I don't know about y'all, but I know, you know and i would go shopping and i'm thinking i'm going in to buy a few things and i wind up with two shopping bags full of shit now i gotta get on the jamaica bus to get home and sometimes i gotta put my bag down before i get to the house i may stop a spell and take king's park used to be my park stop right there and just just sit there for a minute my mom used to sit in uh, isa park just sit a spell. I ain't, I ain't going to stay too long. I'm not going to leave my shit here, but I just need to put it down for a moment. A, a little rest period, right? So I want y'all to know that your spiritual godparents and your mentors and your guides they're human. They put their parents' leg on one leg at a time. They have problems. They have issues. They have disagreements. They have fights and arguments. They have shit that goes on, right? You, as either a God child or a spiritual friend or a God sister, God brother, whatever your capacity is in their lives, pray for them. Pray for them when they're going through something. Pray for them. Pray for them. Pray for them. Don't get involved. Don't carry messages. Don't do the back and forth. Don't pick sides. Ain't got shit to do. Let me tell y'all. I was one time I was in the car, then with my yai, and her friend, and me, and her daughter. Her friend, and I told y'all this story before. That's not married. Never even been married. Fuck people. But wasn't married. I was married twice, but I'm not married no more. And her daughter. So, she was venting. Okay, some sisters do that. I'm not mad at that. Some shit you might just need your good, good girlfriends to listen. Listen. Not to give your two cents. Not to tell you to leave them. None of that. Listen. That's it. I'm, I'm your sounding boy. And listen. What up? Now, that I'm a strong believer of. Right? And I learned that from Sister Mars Jackson and CJ. And these are women that were married and one of them still is married. So, I got to go with the elders, and they've been married for a long time. So, I'm going to go with them because the ones that's been married for a long time, they've been through some shit. They've been through some shit that maybe my mentality can't readily identify with. You know what I'm saying? So, when I was married, I never forget, I used to hang around my single friends. And it was Sister Morris Jackson and them that really schooled me up. She said, what can they tell you? I said, huh? She said, what can they tell you? What can they advise you? They're not married. They don't know what it is to go home and make sure you're talking to your husband. Things like that. Like, they didn't. They didn't. They was fucking people, but they didn't have a marriage. One of them moved their boyfriend. In. But that's it. There's no commitment. They didn't stand in front of. They didn't do all of that. So, anyway, back to. We in the car. She's vetting. She yayi. We respect her. Okay, ma. You know, some things don't share with us. We don't need to know. You know what I'm saying? But if you want to vent about how you feeling in your day, we here. We here. Okay. So then she started talking about her marriage. So I'm sitting there. I'm sitting in the back next to her daughter. The girl, you know, she's sitting there. And she tells her, oh, you should leave him. That's fucked up. Hold on. Stop. Now I'm going to say something. Right? Because we all in the car. I don't going to fuck if you're driving or not. I said, hold on, babes. We not married. We can't give her advice. We're not married. We can tell her how to lose a man. We can't tell her how to keep one. I was married twice and I'm divorced. You never been married. So, you can't. Nah, baby. We listening to whatever it is and whatever you sharing with us. It's between, you know, us and you. And respect you that you trust us enough to tell us. But guess what? We can't advise you. All I can do is listen. So, the girl goes, oh, but I can advise. No, you can't. (laughs) No, you cannot. You go home to sleep with a fucking pillow. You can't advise her. My marriage is gone. It's over. So I can't advise you. I can tell you how to break it up, but I can't tell you how to keep it. See, it takes two people to work on a marriage. Like Chris Rock said, and it's so real. It's easy for two people to move a couch. One person is hard as fuck. But two people can lift that shit up with ease and working on a marriage is like lifting a couch. Both of y'all have to be willing and both of y'all have to be able to work on it. If there's infidelity, if there's cheating, if there's lying, if there's some kind of mental abuse, whatever it is, counseling works. Counseling works. Marriage counseling work. Real talk. It works. Because sometimes you can't go to your good girlfriend. Sometimes you can't go to your homeboy. Sometimes you can't go to your godfather. Because you can't. They can offer you some suggestions. But you, know, you go to the personal. You go to the person. That that's their lane. Marriage counseling. That's their fucking lane. So you find one. You look at the stars. You interview. You vet. And you find it. Right? Now let's just say. Your godparent may have a drinking problem. Your godparent may have a drug problem. Your godparent, excuse me, might be aggressive, might have anger issues. Now, if you notice it and you cool, you can sit down and talk. But if you're not cool like that, I suggest you light a candle and pray and pray. Pray for healing over your whole elay. Because see, when the head fight, argue, disagree, it throws a wrench. That's when the God children, everybody come along and they hold a prayer. They go and pray. Yo, you go home and pray. Yo, you go home and pray. Yo, you go home and pray. pray. We gonna pray. Hey, y'all wanna do a synchronized prayer where we all on one accord? Everybody pray at six o'clock. All right. And you do that. Because sometimes people have to see their own reflection in the mirror. This is not the time for a magnifying glass. Now, you do have some people that are messy. And some people just like being messy. They just like the fucking... They don't want to see nobody happy. So all they do is just be poisoned around. And those people with good hearts, you know... I'm not going to say they get used or they get abused or anything like that. That I'm not going to say because their intentions was good. Their intentions were pure. But you have some people that just, yo, they just wicked from the fucking door. Because they're hurting. They're fucking uh, broken. And people for that, yo, pray for them. Pray for their healing. You don't got to tell them. Just pray for them. That's it. Pray for them. Pray for their healing. Pray. Pray for their healing because some people are just, are just wicked, man, you know, and they okay with that, and the sad part is people around see this wickedness, they see it, and because it's not their house on fire, they give zero fucks, oh, it ain't me, it ain't me, but it is you, because if you're in a spiritual community, it affects one, it affects all of us, all of us. It affects all of us. It just don't affect one. If one sister is hurting, we all are hurting. If one brother is hurting, we all are hurting. If one child is hurting, we're all hurting. We all feel that in one form or another. But we don't want to touch on that. Because we sit back and we watch our so-called friends do some horrible, horrendous, heinous fucking acts. We do. I used to always sit by the river and cry and say, why do y'all show me the ugly part of this religion, of this spiritual community? Why do I see the ugliness, the people that take people money, the people that's raping women, that's fucking with little boys and men and women, to see people just going sleeping with people's husbands or partners or wives and they claiming kids that don't belong. I mean, all of the fucked up things I saw, I witnessed. I saw it. But I also saw around those people, those people that sit and watch that shit happen. And you know what they do? Nine times out of ten, they run in the corner and laugh about it. <laughs> it's not me. But it is you. You're just as guilty. And don't think. See, people. let me tell y'all, right? So this is how I want y'all to see it. R. Kelly is in jail, right? No shade. He's in jail doing 30 years. Do you not think... That they don't have the names and uh, the video of other people that was involved in these parents. Just because it's not right now on social media or in the news. Don't think that investigation is not going through. Let me explain. The same way with Gunner and Young Thugger and them. The police didn't say, hey, we looking for y'all. They waited until they built enough case to have hardcore evidence. To say, yo, now we getting them on the RICO law. We got you. So, don't think that, and I strongly believe this, don't think that Arisha and Egon are blind. Don't think they blind. Because I I personally believe, I can't speak for y'all, but I can speak for me. I personally believe that Egon and God give you an opportunity to say something, to fix it, to get your friends in order. That opportunity is always there. They give you that opportunity, a chance to say something, because it either starts with, yo, what you think? Yo, man, I don't think you should do that shit. Like, yo, we could, we could go over here and make some money. Why are you worrying about what they doing? Like, that's always going to be my answer when they ask me. But I've seen people go, you should do it. I don't give a fuck. Do it. I ain't like her since yesterday. So you would rather destroy someone, their character, their home, and you sit well with that. You sit well with that. And you can live. And that is the way that the spiritual community is supposed to behave. That is how we're supposed to conduct ourselves. That is how we're supposed to just say, yeah, that's just how it is. And it's not. It wasn't. I, in my heart to heart, I don't believe it. I tell y'all again, one day, somebody that was very well-known posted, if a ruler came back today or tomorrow, would he be happy? And the young brother said, hell no, he would not. And they ripped him into shreds. They went on his page. They blasted his face. They said he ain't even initiated. They was like, he's a moron. He's stupid. Look at him. Bet you uh, he got his delay from Etsy. I mean, they ripped into his ass. They ripped into him. But I respect that brother because not once did he change his answer. And he told him, I don't care what y'all say about me. Y'all asked a question on a social media platform that's open for all. And I answered. And this is how y'all do. And that is how it is. It's sad, but that's how it is. So, I remember being in my godmother's house. And there was a whole bunch of people around. And I said, hey, I got a question. And they was like, what, what? And I said, if a ruler... Came back today or tomorrow, would he be happy? My godmother stood in front of me and said, hell no. Hell no. My godfather said, no, nah, no. And I said, "Will he be happy with the people or will he? He said, nobody in general. Because we take ego. We take pain. We take hurt. We take trauma. We take triggers. We take all these things. Because someone don't think like us. Someone don't have the proper Attire. Someone don't have the name. Someone is not fucking everybody. Someone is not messy. And someone thinks outside of the box. So you don't fit in the clicks. I remember being young and Nisi and all of them, they had the Southside Angels or something like that. I know it was the 40 Angels or Southside Angels or whatever. And I didn't fit in. I didn't. One is I don't like dressing like people, cause I, I don't. And two was I like to go different places. You know what I'm saying? I may get up and be like, yo, I'm going to Harlem. And cause you can't go nowhere, it don't mean I can't go. So I would get up, I hang in Staten Island, I hang everywhere. I'd be all over the place, right? And so I didn't fit in following clicks. And Ibae, God bless the dead for honor. She said, those cliques are like snakes. You want to destroy the snake, chop off the fucking head. Because she was standing in the middle of the botanica. And those ladies were all getting on my nerves. She said, no. She said, go to the source. Chop off the fucking head and everybody else will fall in line. You know, my friend John and my friend Kevin I love them. I love them. I do. I love them. I have a great love for them. And both of them are from California. Both of them are from Cali. Right? Um, and, you know, we we always claim we're these thugs and we're these uh, people that are, you know, I'm bout it, bout it. And I don't give a fuck. You know, until that gravel hit that motherfucking At that desk and that guilty verdict come and you ain't coming home. Now you sitting there wondering, is it worth it because of somebody that don't like me or because of a Facebook post or because one of my friends got beef with them and I don't know what the fuck. Cause I just came into the friendship and it's not no punk shit, but we ain't kids neither. I don't tell my friends who to hang with and who not to hang with. That's little girl shit. I just the same way I represent your name. I hope you do the same. Now, if you don't, that's on you. I don't give a fuck, but you don't need to update me. Like yo, no, yo, I I love my twin. I do. I love her sincerely every fucking time, because the same way I never allow no one. Nah, Blair, we not doing that. Like nah, she do the same. Like nah, don't. Mm-mm, we not doing that, right? And she keep it a hundred. And I love her for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just so beautiful to be authentic. But to know, I got my issues. I have my shit. I, you know, I, I had a life before I got initiated. And now I'm learning to do better. Still, I'm going to have some obstacles and some bumps along the road. It's okay. We're all learning. But we got to remember we're human we going to fuck up. we going to say the wrong thing. We're going to step on some toes. I done stepped on many a toes. Trust and believe that. Because people want to control you. And one thing I have to say about not all people in the spiritual community, but majority of them, they on this ego control. I know more than you. I've been down longer than you. All of that. And it, those people, you just laugh. Like, yo, you you're so full, there's no room for growth. You stuck. I'm not going to be stuck. Like, okay, that's cool. Offer me some wisdom, great. If I can use it, I'll use it. If I don't, I'm not going to use it. Like, simple as that. That's it. That's simple. That is amazing. But you can't sit here and dictate someone's life if your own shit ain't correct. Now, I put up a post. And people got in their feelings one time. When I said, yo, y'all, y'all hyping some of these people up, and they got fucking mental issues. They are schizophrenic, bipolar, they're messy. They're full of all of that. Oh, you can't judge people. I, I'm not. Some of these people I know in real life, I know where their bones are buried. But I ain't here to tell you their business. Because guess what? They ain't got shit to do with me. It don't. And that's a part why people don't fuck with me and they love sitting there, you know, talking. I don't give a fuck. And I'm telling y'all that. I I give zero fucks because you know why? It's not my business to tell. You know how many people hit me up with receipts, videos, text messages, pictures of... I delete my shit. I got to sit... Like, yo, if I don't delete my shit... One time I looked up, I had like 5,000 photos and emails. And I'm like, my shit is full. Why? Why? And it's because people will reach out to me and tell me stuff. And I'll tell them. I'm not the channel news. I'm not whoever that dude is that will come and bust through the door. Geraldo, I'm telling my age. I'm not that. I'm not here to to solve a crime. If it happened to you, fix it. You want people behind you? Great. We'll do that. But you have to be the voice. The wrong was done to you. You have to step up. It's so much better when you speak up for yourself. What? See, people, they want to, oh, you know, she didn't pay for her Santo. I didn't. My god sister and Diane did. You're right. You're right. Oh, you know, she was homeless. I was. I definitely was. I was. Oh, it took her three years to get her saints. I didn't have the money. You're right. You're definitely right. You are so right. You're right. You're right. Oh, she had a son when she was 15. Yep, I sure did. He's 38 now. He's, in, he's getting his doctorates. You're right. And I have three daughters. And I've raised a lot of other kids. And I was married twice. And God bless his dead. my second husband passed away. you right. You're right. You are so right. You're right. I pimped holes. you right. I sold drugs. you right. I went to jail. you right. You're right. You're right. I I did a lot of stuff. You are so right. And I'm grateful that the people that even was in my life, good, bad, or indifferent, I learned something from them. And I'm so amazing. I'm so grateful for it. I really am. I really am. That's how I know. My father used to always, my father used to give me the Kipling poem, right? And. I want to read it here because um I want to read it here. Let me find it, right? The Kipling poem. I love this poem. And and this poem is it's so it, it speaks volumes to me. I'm I'm trying to find it, y'all, so hold tight. If. There you go. I'm trying to find it. Right. It says <laughs> if from Rupert Kipling. If you wait. Hold on. Let me put my glasses on. Hold on. Y'all know I'm old. I'm a senior. I'm a senior citizen. I am a senior citizen. So don't judge me. Don't judge me. It says, if you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you, if you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too, if you can wait and not be tired by waiting or being lied about, and don't deal in lies, or being hated but don't give way to hating, and yet don't look too good nor talk too wise. If you can dream and not make dreams your master, if you can think and not make thought your aim, if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same, if you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken, twisted by knaves, to make a trap for fools, or watch the things you gave your life to broken and stooped and build them up with worn out tools. If you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it all on one turn of pitching toys and lose and start again at your beginning and never breathe a word about your loss. If you can force your heart and nerve and sinew. To serve your turn long after they are gone. And so hold on when there's nothing in you. Except the will which says to them, hold on. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue. Or walk with kings nor lose the common touch. If neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you. If all men count with you but none too much. If you can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distant run, yours is the earth and everything that's in it. And which more, you'll be a man, my son. I love that poem because it talks of everything. If you can lose it all and gain it back. If you can, anything you say, any words you put out there, and someone comes and twists your shit and lie about it but you still keep going. If you can sit amongst kings and men and count them all as one. If you can sit around and lose it, risk everything because of your vision and what you see. Oh, listen and still come out as the winner in the end. You may have lost everything, but your heart and you still have that belief. Then he's saying everything that you doing, You'll still be considered adult, a man, a woman, an adult. I've sat with people and I've watched them twist my words. And I look at them and be like, wow, I've sat and watched fucking years. People that's in the religion lie, just lie. And you would be sitting there like, wow, I've seen them twist. their push your words, twist everything you say and all of that. And. He said, if you can sit amongst all of them and be counted, but you don't have to stay around them too much. These are adults. But we have to remember, we are human beings. We have issues. We have problems. And we're working on it. This is why we started this spiritual journey. We all come from different reasons, for different incidences, for different ways. We're coming through. And we have to respect that. But I don't want y'all to put people on pedestals. Because, see, when you put a person on a pedestal and they don't follow what you do or believe the same thing you believe in, now they're not on a pedestal no more. That's why I always post on my page. We can agree to disagree respectfully. You don't have to believe what I believe. You don't have to sign on to what I sign on to. It's okay. But be respectful. No, I don't agree with you, E.F.I. Okay, that's great. I, I don't need yes men in my life anyway. But guess what? That's your belief. The same way I'm not imposing mine on you, I'm never, and never belongs to the creator, will allow someone to impose theirs on me. The same way and respectfully. And I'll sit there and be like, hey, what's up, what's up? And if it's a conversation, because I started doing that, especially, and I, I wasn't nowhere near there. But I overheard a conversation, right? And I said, oh, shit. Now, this was before I got initiated. And we were all sitting around. And the first thing they asked, was, they was asking about a god brother of mine, and it was like, yeah, he was over there. And the first thing they asked was, who was there? So it rung in a light bulb in my head. So when people are around, right when they start gossiping about somebody, I remove myself. I be like, okay, this is my time to leave. I see y'all. Be good. Hey, you know, keep in touch. Hey, connect with me on Facebook. And I keep on going. That's it. Because, see... People don't care what it said. All they care about, who was there. I I don't need to be there. Because see, that sentence is always going to be, oh, Ifa Abel was there, but then she left. She didn't hear the conversation. No, I got the fuck on. Why? Because I don't need to be a part of that. And I know the role of a godparent, right? From my version. I can't speak of no one else. I love my mother and father. They bust their ass. They helped. And not only did they help their children, but they helped everybody along the way. We would come in the backyard. it would be homeless people back there. My mother done fed them and everything. You know what I'm saying? So if she had a pot of gumbo, that's why I love the princess and the frog when it first comes on. Because that brings back memories. Like that really touches my heart because my mom would be like that. She would, especially if she came back from New Orleans, she would make a big pot of gumbo with some crawfish and stuff. And Miss Charlene, all of them, everybody had a bowl. And if somebody made some rice, you know, some extra, they would do that. Her, Ella, Big Ella, all of them, they would bring all the food together and we would eat as a big ass family. We would. So nobody was left out. No husband, no wife. And I learned this from, and can't nobody. And when I tell you nobody, nobody. Because I learned this as a child. As a child. My mother was with my father. Big Ella was with Freddie Hill. God bless the day. Little Ella was with Piggy. Nora had her friend. Forrest had her friend. Like, they all had someone, right? So when we walked in your house, we respected the lady of the house and the man of the house. We didn't just go and sit under the man or anything like that. We didn't. And if you know, you know I'm going to your house, I'm going to dress appropriately. See that's why I love Southerners, for real. I'm gonna dress appro- appropriately. I am not wearing no no fucking skin tight nothing, none of that, none of. See even in church, you know what I'm saying? Cause this is taught in fucking church in Pentecostal and Baptist. I can't speak for no other dom- denomination, but I can tell you, you come in that motherfucker, right? You coming that motherfucker with some hoochie mama shorts on and a low top shirt and all of that. Them women are coming. That's why we, with ushers, that's why we keep those white sheets. And that's why we keep extra clothing because, uh, baby girl, come here. Come here, baby. Step back here. Listen, you come. In. This is just how I done had this speech many a times. That's why I don't feel ashamed to say, it. come here, baby girl. Come here. Let me talk to you because I've said it, right? And it I don't want to embarrass her in front of her friends. I'm not embarrassed her in front of because some people really don't know. They don't. So I have to take that in consideration. Come here, baby girl. Let me talk to you. Come here. I don't give a fuck if I know you or not. Listen, you you do know you in the house of the Lord, right? Okay. Listen, what you're wearing right here, it's not only gonna affect the man of God, but the word going forth. But it's gonna affect everybody in here. So I just need you to cover up a little bit. Now you can either take it. See, that's why I love faith in those women. You can take it and be like, oh, I'm leaving." Okay, bye. <laughs> see you later. Or you can cover up and hear the word of God being coming forth from the from the the. To the shepherd that's going to come and deliver the word. He don't need to see your ass and all of that. He don't. He do not. He need to be focused. At the end of the day, guess what? He's still a man. Guess what? These are still men. The deacons are still men. They dig your heart and everything else. So, we need you to dress appropriately. See, the mothers didn't care. They're going to let you know from the door. Hi, how you doing? Now, I remember going to a drumming. I remember going to a drumming that was... I believe it was on Commonwealth, yeah. I, and I was waiting for my godmother, and this young girl came in. But when I say young, she had to be like in her twenties, going in her thirties. She had a see-through skirt on, all of that. Why my godmother and them? They took the little sheet and put it around. I said, now that is what you need to do. Women, the older women have to step up. But see, we don't do that no more. It ain't my business. I don't. Mm-mm-mm. Because secretly, they mad. They're mad. And I'm going to, because it's so much to unpack here. So, like I said, I was going to do this earlier, but I had everything. And then I had to really think about what it is I wanted to talk about. So I was talking to my brother, right? And he was telling me about, you know, how he went to my sister's in barbecue and all of that. And one of our friends, right, was there. And I told him, I said, I don't mess with her. And he was like, what? No. He said, what happened? When me and my first husband, we was trying to do a a go, a do-over, right? (laughs) Which now I know through E5, you don't backpedal. But we was trying to do a do-over. And I didn't know she was fucking one of our friends from the block. I didn't know because he's married. I didn't know. I did not know. I came up from Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? So I'm chilling with my baby daddy. Right? My ex-husband. And he's driving us around. So she goes, take a, take me over here to see him. So I'm like, oh wow, I ain't not see him in a long time. You know, I know he got his own company and stuff. Like, I would love to pop in on him. So, we're standing there. His wife is inside of his establishment. Right? And she, so it's The brother, it's me, and it's my friend. Now, me and this friend been knowing each other well over 40-something years, right? And him, too. So, when I saw his wife, I waved, hey, how you doing, right? Because I don't like being involved in fuck shit. I don't give a fuck if you're my friend, you're not. And I tell you, the spirits give you an opportunity to stand your ground. The spirits give you an opportunity. God give you the opportunity to say, hey, this shit ain't right. Like, yo, no. But we don't we don't wanna see that, right? So we're standing there. Now, from the naked eye, you'll think I was the one talking to him, hitting him up. So, she's standing next to me, and she's like, tell him I want to see him tonight. And I'm like, hey, hold on, wait, because now it's all making sense. Like, bitch, you didn't want me to see him. You wanted to get over here and be a sneaky leak. His wife is right there. Like, nah, don't, nah no, no. So, she's talking, but it looked like she's talking to me, but she's talking to him, because I done clocked out this conversation. Like, nah, don't do that. Like, yo, his wife is cool. Like... Bitch, come on, right? So, we get back in the car. We get back in the car. Tell you no lie. We get back in the car. Now, before I finish it, let me backtrack. Because I want you to see the full picture of what the fuck goes on, right? The full picture. So, when I came up the first day, the second day, I said, hey, let's go and see, you know, my good girlfriend. So, my ex-husband rose. He was like, come on. So, we go over there. And he was telling her, because I, I didn't know. Like, they was in the kitchen. We was in her living room. And he was like, yeah, you know, um, I want to I wanna do this over. I want to start this over. And I want to get married to her. So, this is my girlfriend, right? I, and y'all know. I don't care. I'll say names. Her name is Teresa. We were, she's sitting there. She was like, how can y'all get back together? Oh, I'm fucking jealous because I don't have nobody. And he was like, no. He said, you should be happy for us, right? Because both of us are oblivious. To what she's saying. Real talk. We both oblivious. She was like, no, that's fucked up. Like, all the shit y'all went through. And he was like, yo, but she's my first love. Like, you know. And he was like, you know, we 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 gonna go, go at it. We gonna have something really small, nothing big. And we, we gonna make this work. She sat there. I tell you no lie. But I took it as a joke. She was like, I hope y'all fucking break up. That's fucked up. Because I'm lonely. I don't have nobody. This is her whole conversation. So we laughed. We was like, come on, let's take your kids to the park because our kids are grown. We was like, let's take the kids to the park. So we took her daughter and her other daughter to the park and stuff. We just sitting around. She was like, she just felt like a funk. It was like, what's wrong, you know? And she was like, no, because, you know, I can't even have a man. Like, she was dating somebody, and they wound up breaking up. It was like, don't worry. You're going to get somebody else. Like, we wasn't bragging. Don't get it twisted. We was like, yo, you my good girlfriend. We known each other over 40-something years. You was there with all my children when I got pregnant. So, of course, you know, he's going to tell you because he knows you as my good girlfriend. 40-something years, y'all, my good fucking girlfriend. So now let's speed up. I left. I went back to Atlanta. I came back up, right? And she's standing there. Now we're back on at my homeboy, right? Her homeboy too. Because I don't live up here. I didn't live up here. So I don't know with the sneaky links and all of that. But I know this brother is married. Right. And when I looked in, I saw his wife, I waved because I met her a few times and on Facebook. So I'm waving at her like, yo, hey, she's like, hey, I hope you enjoy your trip while you are up here. You know, so that was that. So she's standing there, that bitch. And I'm like, why you hate her? Like, she's mad cool. Her huh? and him, they got married. They have a company. She's happy. Like, he's happy. Right. So that's all I'm seeing. because it ain't my business. Well, Teresa goes on to be like, um, yeah, you know, tell him I want to meet up. I said, uh-uh, there's wife right there. Don't get me involved in that shit. No. So, like I said to the naked eye, it looks like I'm talking to him. But I wasn't. I'm just in the center, right? So we get back in the car because this is the reason why I don't fuck with her. We get back in the car. So, now Roosevelt is like, oh, you had me drive you over here to talk to fucking Marco. Now, mind you, I'm sitting in the back. Teresa's sitting in the front. And Roosevelt is driving. And I'm looking at her through the mirror like, yo, you're not saying nothing? She put her head down. He said, "Joe, that's fucked up. Like, here it is. I'm giving my heart to you. And, and I'm looking at him like, do you really think you were standing there? You talking to him? Teresa's looking somewhere else like she didn't want to be a part of it. And I'm sitting there like, uh, right scenario but wrong motherfucking nigga. I'm the one that don't want to be a part of it. But I'm looking at Teresa for her to say something. Y'all, she never said nothing. She put her head down. She put her head down and uh, for the life of me on everything I love. I believe that bitch had a snickering <laughs> like I, I, I broke them up, right? See, God don't like ugly. God don't like ugly. Whatever she was doing with him, the wife must have did a trick or two because he fell more in love with his fucking wife, for real. And they had a big party recently, and they were showing pictures. You can tell that bitch was the door because he loved his fucking wife. See, some people, my ex-husband, God bless the dead, Craig used to always say, when girls used to throw themselves at him and stuff, he used to always say, Now he might have cheated here and there. Who's the same? Right? And the ones I did know about, the same thing I told them. Ma, you might have him for a moment, a night, or whatever, and bitch, don't give him nothing because I'm I'm gonna beat the shit out of both of y'all. But uh guess what? He ain't going nowhere. <laughs> he not. And he would tell him straight from the door, what the fuck I need a, a burger when I got a steak? First of all, nigga, your, your house is clean. Your family's together. I'm making sure you good. I'm behind you. 50,000 grand in all. But you want to choose this. Okay, you willing to put your shit on hold? That's on you. That That's completely on you. That's on you, right? Because I'm not going to say all men cheat. That I will never say because it doesn't happen that way. I'm not going to say all women cheat. Sometimes people just have problems. Sometimes that enticement is fucking stronger than anything you can allow. Sometimes you throw meat in front of a hungry dog. Okay. You know, sometimes. And I remember, side story. I remember I moved down to Atlanta. And Craig was dating this girl named Fibula. (laughs) All right. So we married. I'm in New York. So finally I moved down to Atlanta. She came, tell you no lie, me and Garchelle was standing there. She came, knocked on the door, was like, I'm letting you know I'm fucking your husband. And I said, okay, and welcome to the team, player. Uh, the gas bill is on the kitchen because he got locked up. You, which one are you going to take, the gas bill or the rent? And I got to sign these kids up for school. So are you going to drive or are you going to buy them school clothes? My friend Garshel bust out fucking laughing. She said, bitch, bitch, I did not expect you to say all that. Why?" Welcome to the team. You, you fucking them. We, we a team, man. Huh? I'm not I'm not that chick to be sitting there saying, oh, that's fucked up or whatever. I'm going to be hurt. Of course, we human. We going to be hurt. But, bitch, welcome to the team. Which, which account number you need? You want the light bill? You want the rent? The kids? You want me to? This, yeah, Didi and Shaba. You, which two? Because I got four. You can take the set. One or one. You can take the oldest ones or the ones. I would prefer you take the little ones. You can go over there to the Old Navy Girl, shop it up get it together, and that way you can buy them these clothes, and they like sneakers, but I buy them usually two or three pair, because I don't want them, you know, they got their play sneakers, then they got their sneaker sneakers for school. Then I need for you to go to Buster Brown, you know, because that that's that's where I used to go in Atlanta, and go get them two pair of penny loafers, brown and black, like for real, I'm sitting there giving a the list, she was like, I didn't sign up for all this, yes you did, because we're a team. Ain't no I team work who can't work solo. Like, you can fuck him, okay. But you got to bring something back on the table, ma. We don't, we don't fuck for free. Welcome to the team, player. <laughs> what else you got? She was like, I don't need this. He going to leave. I said, girl, the one thing he not going to do is leave. Trust me, he ain't going to leave. Now, he can go over there and fuck you. What days you free? Because, see, I work. So, when I get off, and that's when I was working at Candlestick. No, uh, Fashion Sense. I said, I get off at six. I work at nine. I get off at six because I always need to be home for my kids. So I don't work on the weekends. So you can have him on the weekends and shit. But see, once you start getting involved in my bills, now we got a problem. Right now, you we not a problem because all he doing is fucking you. And that's okay. But when you start jumping in my money, now we got a problem. But we don't have a problem. Girl, you fuck him. He can spend the night. You want me to pack my bag or he got shit over there already? This chick was not ready for me. Fibula was not ready for me. Then he was in prison. I came to the courthouse. I'm ghetto. I don't give a fuck. I came to the courthouse. He in feds, right? Craig was in feds then. Why I stood up when the judge asked, I said, I'm here. And his girlfriend, Fibula, was here. That nigga was mad. He turned around. He was like, what the fuck? I said, no, your girl is here too. Uh, Your honor, uh, I'm his wife. He said, well, then that's the only one I want to talk to. I said, thank you. Uh, His girlfriend here, they escorted her ass out the fucking courthouse. She had to leave because we was in feds. And feds uh, cases sometimes go at night. And his was at night. And he was so mad. He was like, I can't believe you did that. And why you come to the courthouse? Like, you're supposed to be dressing like a wife. Nigga, I came with two ponytails because I had long dreads. So I had two ponytails. I had a cat of started cap to the back, I had long, uh, farmers on, and sneakers, and I was ready, like, both of y'all can get it, I don't give a fuck, we in the Fed building, we could be in the AARP building, I didn't care, cause we, we not doing this, and who's taking over these bills, cause, uh, nigga, we a team, so what's up, tell this bitch to give us some money, like, I was really, I was that chick, I, I'm, listen, my pops, I remember when my father was messing with <laughs> this lady, God bless the dead. My mom's dressed us, went over there, told us to sit on the step, and she fucked her up and then turned around and bust my father in the head with a hammer. I made that pack. I'm not going to sit and argue with nobody. You fucking my, nah, that's great. Uh, if he's paying all my bills, I'm good with that. And we got kids, <laughs> you, you make sure you take care of that. But when you start get, dipping into mine, now, Houston, we have a problem, but we don't have a problem. It's okay. I don't keep no. Listen, I don't keep nobody that's not going to be kept. So, anyway, back to the story. So, <clears throat> Teresa didn't say nothing. She put her head down because when this bitch grinned and did a grin or whatever. So, I'm looking at her, and me and him we arguing. So, I just decided to pack my stuff. I stayed at my brother's house till it was time for me to go to the airport. We didn't speak. Do you know three years later? Three years later, three years, Teresa saw Roosevelt and told him, you know, I just want to, because he had saw her on the boulevard and he had told her, you know, yeah, your friend Donna never loved me. And she was like, no, Donna did love you. She was like, but I want to confess, like I was the one fucking him. It wasn't her, but I didn't want to say nothing because I was mad that y'all was getting married. He said, Joe, don't tell me that. And she did. Right. So now we're not trying to date. We're just talking like we're having conversations. We called you to each other. And when he told me that, I said, well, it's too late now. But, you know, I tried to tell you. He said, what's so fucked up is she's your friend, like your friend, like we got 40 years of friendship. And while I was sitting there arguing with you, she never said nothing. I said, and that should have let you know from the door, why would you argue with me when I'm your partner? I'm the one that you said you wanted to remarry. I'm the one that you're supposed to stand in the corner. If you already know she's capable of doing fuck shit, then why would you even think that I would be a part of that? You know what I'm saying? So you also gotta be mindful of people. So like I said, I learned this coming in. Whenever I went to my godmother's house, I wouldn't go if she wasn't home. I'd call, hey, she'd be like, yo, I'm at the store. Okay, I'm away for you. She'd be like, no, go in, shut the fuck up. And I would sit on the couch like, yo, I'm not moving, none of that. Any gift I brung, I brung for him, her, and their daughter. I didn't just bring for, if we went there and she was serving us food, the next time I came, I'm bringing groceries here because you're sharing your food with us because they're a married couple. It's a different ball game. It ain't, and I didn't get any issues. If she came out and said, me and your girlfriend, oh, y'all are in time for me to go. Okay, don't worry about it. I'll talk to y'all later, and I'll be going. I don't need to hear it. It's not me. This is y'all. Like, yo, I'm here, but I'm, you know, I, I don't get involved in that. I don't. That's not... That's above my pay rate. I'm not a marriage counselor. So, I, I always step away. I do. I step away. Like, yo, nope. Because that... Even when my godparents was arguing, I didn't get involved in that. That that don't have nothing to do with me. Nah. Like, when my parents would argue, I would mind my business. Go outside. It ain't got shit to do with me. That's them. They'll figure it out. They've been with each other for years. They'll figure it out. <laughs> Something will go right. They'll, they'll fix it. So, it ain't me. I didn't break it. So, why... why I, Listen, I don't go and fuck with nothing I didn't break. I don't. I don't fuck with nothing I didn't break. But the moral of this whole story is don't put people on pedestals. Know that people have lives. People go through things. Some people are messy. Some people like to live in mess. Some people really have some problems. And it don't have nothing to do with you. Deal with them accordingly. And if it's somebody that you love, pray for them pray for them. That's the best thing you can do is pray for them. Pray for healing for both of them. Pray for them. But don't get involved. And don't put people on pedestals. Because today they number one. In an hour they might not be your number one. So see people as they are. And it's okay. It's okay. I got crackhead friends, dope fiends, fucking scammers, drug dealers, pimps, prostitutes, sex workers, strippers, you name it. But I see them as an individual. I don't see them by what they do or how they act. As long as they're respectful and chilling and, and we, we having a good time and good conversations and they ain't fucking with no old people and no kids, we good. We good. We good. So y'all have to remember that part. Remember that part. It, 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 we are people, even pastors, all of that. We're people. Some people really need help. And maybe that's why the Santos and Egon and Ancestors and Alofi and God or Jesus or whoever they're following, Buddha or whoever, that's why they call them. So they can receive the help. And maybe you're just there to witness the glory and the beauty and the miraculous miracles that take place. And you may be the trigger to say, you know what, y'all, let's just pray for them. And that's it. That's all. That's all. But to get in the business and sit there and hype it up and start gaslighting shit and just sitting there like, oh, oh. Listen, I've stepped away from a few people because of the gaslighting shit and the shit they was doing. Yo, listen, don't, why, why, why? You you got enough on your plate. Why you worrying about those people in their house and what they doing? Why? What that got to do with you? For real. And I tell y'all. Spirit gives y'all an opportunity to confront your friends, your people. And I would. I don't deserve that opportunity. Yo, right when they get on, girl, you heard what happened? What that got to do with you? Did you pray for them? No. Then why are you worrying about it? Why is your business? Huh? Why is your business? For real. Pray for them. Don't, don't gossip about them. Pray for them. Light a white candle and pray for them. Pray to their Risha or pray to their ego that healing take place. That's all. That's it. Why, why are you worrying about anything else? Oh, because it's entertaining. So someone else's pain, someone else's hurt, someone else's trauma is funny to you. Well, remember, the laugh you laughing about today might be those fucking same tears for you tomorrow. So I don't laugh at people's downfalls. I don't sit there and gloat when people do wrong. Let me even tell you, even when all that shit happened with Candelo, I prayed. Like, yo, I'm not, and even for the women, I pray for him too. Don't get it twisted. Because I'm not going to sit here and delight in someone else's downfall. That's a sickness. I'm not going to sit here and delight in it. And for the young lady that said, oh, she knew about it, baby. If I would have known about it then, I would have spoke up. I didn't. You had stories of women that was once dating him saying it. And they didn't have proof. These two young ladies, Deidre and the other girl, and then everybody else started coming out with proof. Video, audio, texts, all of that. And we shared it. We shared it. So it wasn't no just because someone said it. No, it was proof. And anytime someone come, proof. And you have people that come and hit me with proof, fact. And I tell them. You want to say something because, see, I wasn't there. This is before my time. But we will give you support and we will back you. But you're welcome to say it. I don't need to be your voice. This is your time to speak up. You have the platform. You want to get on. You want to talk about it. It's up to you. No, I don't want to say nothing. Then it didn't affect you. So then let's not go down that thing. How can I help you heal? Because if you don't want to speak about it, then I'm not going to force you. But you're not going to give me the script to read. Fuck no. 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 No, I'm not doing that. But how can I help you? And how can I help you heal? Is there someone that we can refer you to? Mainly therapy and everybody else. And for the people that believe that because you're spiritual, you don't need therapy. You're the main ones I say get therapy. Real talk. I don't care. You ain't got to like me. You ain't got to do none of that. But we go through trauma. And if you're a person of color, your trauma is even deeper. So catch me tonight on YouTube. And tomorrow, definitely.